like I don't think like Will Sasso is that kind of guy, you know? Right. I don't think Brian Callen is that kind of guy. I think Brian maybe cheated on his wife. Yeah. Because people have said he did that, and that's why he and his wife split up. He seems very, like, just goes along with whatever the cool kids are doing. And that's what I'm afraid of, is, like, are fucking all these guys like that? I I honestly feel like Theo is going to be the next one that gets called out for some weird shit because he's already admitted to a lot of weird... And that's where I feel like maybe he won't be. Oh, because he's already thrown it because, all out there? Because he's like, yeah, I'm fucking weird, but like I'm not a creep, sure. you know? Yeah, that I makes sense. I think he's just honest. Like, yeah. It's like the Jim Norton effect, you know? And I'm not saying that some of the things that Jim Norton would are, like does are scandalous, but they're like things that people could use as fuel against him if he had kept those things a secret. You know? Sure, yeah. And then they'd be like, why are you keeping these things a secret? What else? He's like, I'm, this is what I do. I like to, you know, whatever. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, But like actually. with Chris, it's like he almost, he like built up this uh, persona that he was like weirdly like anti uh, the fact that there are pedophiles in Hollywood. You know, yeah. like he, there was that whole video where he like does this big fucking diatribe about like people are saying there's a pedophile ring in Hollywood. Oh, yeah. Like, you don't think you'd know about that? It's like, well, you might be in it, pal. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? So the 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 weird thing with so somebody pointed out. So I hate that this even has to be a thing, but. Somebody's like, well, technically, it's not pedophilia because the yeah, girls be- aren't prepubescent. Right. It's but like, like, hey, man, it's still super not okay. <laughs> and also, if you have to make concessions. Yeah. Like, at any point, if you're like, but like, it's not. <laughs> it's bad, you know, like it is. Yeah. It's like, I was trying to think of like the best, like comparative, you know, whatever for that. And like John Oliver... I can't I can't wait until John Oliver like gets to have his segment about comics and whatever because yeah. I feel like he's going to absolutely crush it cuz he's very good and his writers are incredible. Yeah. But like I was tr- it, it was weird like I was like playing these like comparative like metaphors in my head in uh-huh. the voice of John Oliver. But like the the best thing I could think of was like a joke he'd already used, actually, where he was just like, "Yeah, I don't even remember what what he was comparing something to, but he was just saying like, that's like if... No, 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 you got to do it in the voice. I'm trying to think of like the exact wording so I don't <laughs> screw this up. <laughs> but it, it was, oh, it was the Kavanaugh thing where he was like talking oh. about how Kavanaugh was like, do you like to drink <laughs> to Klobuchar? Yeah. Was like, or she was like, have you ever... Uh, drank so much and not remembered anything and then yeah. he's like have you he's like that is the worst possible response to that <laughs> like you can't say that <laughs> just say you know like no or whatever <laughs> you know saying saying have you is like saying someone said have you ever <laughs> sucked off a dog and you're like have you that guy has definitely sucked off a dog more than one you know it's like it's like the the way he was like he deflects so much, yeah. In the dude, and uh, so I, th- I think. Are we keeping all this in, by the way? I don't know. Maybe we do. I, I want to keep talking about it, but like, I don't. 
Do I don't know how I feel about. So if me, two things. Thing number one that I think we should just do across the board. No teenagers. Doesn't matter if they're 18, yeah. 19. Right. If you can call them a teenager. Yeah. They are off the table. Right. Well, there's like the, the classic rule, right? What's and the classic I'm not rule? saying this is a, like a rule that I use. So I want to be explicitly fucking clear about that. I went to a golf tournament. This is the first time I heard that. And a bunch of older dudes were there. Uh-huh. And they were talking about like what you do is you divide your age by half and add nine or something like that. What? To, to reach like the appropriate age. So in my case, like I'm 27. So uh-huh. divide that by by two. Uh-huh. And it's what is that, thirteen and a half yeah. plus nine. So like the the most appropriate possible age for someone for me would be twenty three. Okay. Which like I'm not saying that's a thing to use, especially as you get older, because like it seems like Hugh Hefner was on that plan, you know? Right. Like But but to to say that it's like I mean dude, you're dude. You're 37. <laughs> Who? Delias? No, he's 40. Well, he is now. But when a lot of this stuff was happening, he was 37. Oh, 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 oh. And so, okay, so two takes on this. You you had two things. You said one thing. So oh, Yeah. Second okay, thing. so that was the first thing. First thing, teens are now off the table. Mm-hmm. So when I was still doing journalism and interviewing these these Warped Tour bands, yeah. um, it finally started to come out that these bands were taking advantage because their demographic is like young teenage girls. Right. And they started taking advantage of that. And, and then, but since then, every single thing has been like a, Oh, finally the truth about the warp tour scene is coming out. Finally, the truth about the comedy scene. It turns out the truth about male integration. Right. Is that, they're going to be fucking creeps. Right. Which is horrifying. Right. You start when the you ca- you can't have that many things and it's just a secret of the scene. Right. It's now just the scene. Yeah, it's, that's it's, a that's one of that's one of the qualifying elements yeah, of if, it. Yeah. If there's that many of them, then you now have to say well, who's involved in that scene? Men and women? And which ones are doing it? Men? Okay. So Finally, the truth about the male scene is being unearthed. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, that's just right. every fucking where right. you go. Right. People say it's office banter. It's locker room. Ban- like, it's everywhere. It, it's, right. it can't It can't be It can't be all of these um, isolated incidents. Right. It's no longer isolated if it's fucking everywhere. Right. So I have, like, three takes that are, like... <sighs> Sorry. No, you're good. I appreciate <laughs> it. That's good. That's the first time you've gone off on the podcast. So, yeah, I get yeah. pretty upset about so, that stuff. Well, as you should, as everyone should. So I have three things to say here, <laughs> and I want to be explicitly clear up the, up at the top that I am not endorsing, condoning, or apologizing for oh. this kind of behavior. I'm just saying there are things that still have to be on the table that, like, a rebuttal is fine for. Okay. But like to ignore these things is to be disingenuous, I think, which is the problem I think in like call out culture is like Mm. when everyone jumps on board and everyone cancels and whatever, then there's no learning curve. 
Sure. There's no chance for further exposure because everyone goes and hides. Right. And there's no chance for, I'm not saying there should be a chance for redemption. That's not what I'm saying. I got, no, I, but. Because like, this is a, this is one one but, case. But right. But if people know that their entire life is going to be ruined, then these kinds of things will become worse for the victims. Mm. Because then those victims will probably have follow-up threats. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, things are going to get more intense after the act or before the act, where, like, now the now the victim has to worry about, like, their own safety and well-being beyond the fact yeah. that they were taken advantage of and harassed or egregiously assaulted, you know? Like, yeah. So it's like you have to be aware of that. So the first thing is due process is important. Okay. I'm not saying, again... Not endorsing, not apologizing. No. You know, due process is important, though, because what that does is it allows for, and I don't know how exactly that would go here, but, like, it's important that we build some sort of framework for how these things actually get dealt with because it encourages, then, for victims to come forward. Right. When When people hold on to these things for so long, like, it's been years since this happened, yeah. you know? Like, well, you, you shouldn't you, have to hold... You should be able to say it right the fuck away. Yeah. And then that person who committed these acts should be forced to to corroborate their own side of the story. Yeah. Because right now, Chris can say, no, this didn't happen. And I don't know if there's a statute of limitations in place. I don't know what that looks like. But, like... Justice doesn't really come un- other than through the avenue of canceling, which, mm. good, cancel him. <laughs> but, like, you can cancel somebody because they put out a shit movie, you know? Like, right. well, that movie sucked. I'm just never going to go to a movie with that person again. Yeah. It's like this dude committed heinous acts. Yeah. Uh, or so the accusations say. And, like, to be able to vet those accusations and properly address like how to punish this person builds a framework for people in the future to no longer hold on to terrifying truths about their right second thing this all happened before the me too movement has it kept going nobody knows all these accusations are from several years ago at least that's what i'm seeing so has it continued i don't know but are you saying that in the framework that he learned from? No, I think he got scared by the Me Too movement. Oh, okay. Which is a good sign about the Me Too movement. <laughs> it's horrifying that these things happened prior, but if the Me Too movement got us got one predator to stop, right? Then it was a success. In obviously, there are victims that will their lives are going to be forever changed in in some cases will never be the same in a, you know a negative way. like they're never going to be able to have that um innocence back you know it's like you, somebody steals your innocence from you in that regard yeah. but like if we if it comes out that like he stopped doing these things i think it's a that's a good sign for like what for what like speaking up and not backing down can do for the culture. Yeah. You know? Like that's that's a powerful thing. Yeah. And then the last thing is 
two hundred years ago. Uh huh. Uh, the teenager thing was not an issue, right? And it wasn't because guys were like they're easy to. I don't think to take advantage of. I think men evolved to immediately start looking at a female as a potential mate for okay spreading their seed yeah um as early as possible because mm-hmm. like uh back then especially like and you know this is this is part evolution part like nurture you know but sure. like childbirth was a horrifying thing and didn't we didn't have the medical technology that we have now and a lot of people died in childbirth yep. and bearing children was sometimes no longer possible after one and sometimes people weren't po- able to bear children at all and so it's like in order to spread like you said sp- seed mm-hmm. uh, which is such a crew i <laughs> it's, it's i mean true. It, it, it's yeah it's but like the male uh like instinct evolved to like once they're technically physically ready then the and society has rightfully mm-hmm. made that an immoral and unethical and completely inappropriate part of the cult or the act to yeah. do and has rightfully punished people who do those things and then those people often get killed in prison which is what they should be because if yeah. you're touching kids you you're dead to all of us <laughs> but i'm just saying like i know there's no excuse but when you say like do guys have a problem with this like fuck yeah they do yeah it's like i don't know like i i i it's problematic but it's also the truth you know I'm not saying every guy looks at a 17-year-old girl and is like, dude. But Oh, yeah. But like... Yeah. But like... I have so many responses. Please. I I really... (laughs) I I think flushing this out is important. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so... So actually... Yeah. Like as far as... I I get what you're saying and that applied for a while. Mm -hmm. but, But the hundreds and hundreds of years of rape... Rape was not a weird thing at all. At all. Like you, that, so. Which is horrifying. Yeah. So going like further through society, it was more uh, men have lost either interest or power over the current that's female that's in their life. So that was a, that's, that's a, good a point. huge thing that that's happened. That's a really good Really good point. Yeah. So I and the higher up the ladder you were in society, the more your power came from your position in society. So yeah. the age became less of a Yeah. Dude, and that's a really good for, point though. For individuals who feel like they don't have power, they're losing that power. Younger, impressionable Ugh. human be which is terrifying. It's Dude, awful. it's so gross. And I also want to quantify one more time. <laughs> I am not condoning or apologizing. Or, I, dude, it's so f- fucked. No, it's up. just trying to make sense of all this. I shit. I know, I know. And I thought about this today. How weird is this? I felt like when I when I first heard about this, when I first read this, it felt like when a cop car drives by, and even though you're not doing anything wrong, you're still nervous. Yeah, that's what this felt like. It was like I haven't done anything, but. 
why why do I why am I nervous? That, that was a big thing during the Me Too thing. Is a lot of guys like and that was also a really powerful thing that came out of the Me Too movement. Yeah. Is it made it made any man with any <laughs> semblance of good and moral integrity in them reflect on all the things that they've ever done or spoken yeah. or said to anyone sexually or sexual in nature and hopefully change their behavior to be far less creepy and terrible, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I, I'm with you. Like, I, I not as much with the Chris thing because I was more angry. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. angry at him because it's like, dude, 10 well, minutes. he let us down. 10 minute podcast was my favorite show. It was the first actual podcast that I listened to when I was a kid. Yeah. And I was like still in high school. St- show came out in like 09. Like I was, yeah, I was like freshman, sophomore in high school listening to fucking podcasts. People are like, what is a podcast? <laughs> you know? And I'm like, you know, the purple app on your iPod? Like the purple app. Oh yeah, this fucking app I've never touched before. I'm like, yeah, dude, you should it's on there. And like he was one of the stars of that show. So I like I like grew into like wanting to do this kind of stuff. Yeah. Because of him. You know? More I would say, and I've told you this before, more because of Will Sasso, because that dude I think is yeah. the, one of the funniest men alive. But um it just makes me so sad. That, yeah. And so angry. You know, like you said, he let us down, but it's like so much more than that. Like he yeah. let he let everyone down. Well, you have people who say like it's not all men. When shit like this happens, it only furthers the point that it doesn't have to be all men. If one person is affecting multiple people, right? That's that's, that's the, the problem. And so that's like why women poor girls. feel like they can't. Yeah. So that's that's why. So men get upset about that, and they feel like you know they're being attacked for no reason, right? When it's just a frame of mind, right? If you haven't done anything wrong, it's just a frame of mind that you right. got to get over, right? For women, it's an actual concern, right? What is it? One out of five women uh, in college uh, yep. will be sexually assaulted. Yep, fucking horrifying, right? And then, like you know, to, to kind of circle back on like the exposure part of it, I was like really. During the Me Too thing, there was so much going on that it was like almost overwhelming to the yeah. point where you're like, oh, there's another one. Oh, there's another yeah. one. It's like catching fish in a honey hole, you know? It's like you're going to, I mean, you know, it's fish in a barrel. People are just yeah. yanking out fucking, which good, get them the fuck out of the water. Yeah. But in this case, like it was just one, right? What do you mean? Like there, th- during the Me Too movement, it was like every fucking day there was somebody new, you know? Uh-huh. Great. Good. But like, that was like the mass of people that were just like... Get them out of there, you know? <laughs> in this case, Chris was a huge name, story, and whatever, but there wasn't a follow-up name. Or there oh, hasn't been I see yet. So saying. all the okay. focus is on him. It's kind of like the Weinstein thing. It's like the Spacey thing, you know? It's, yeah. like, the, it's like a whale that... And it, so in this case, like, I loved and was so proud of how the victims were, like, telling their stories and being, like, anti-pity about it. Like, don't yeah. fucking pity me, you know? Like, I'm a victim, but that doesn't define me. Chris D'Elia did this fucked up shit to me, and he's an asshole for doing it, and fuck Chris D'Elia. But, like, one of the girls, the girl I was telling you about, is still a comic in Toronto. Didn't stop her, you know? Like, yeah. she's not... She He didn't he didn't take away her ability to be a comic, you know? And, like, that, those were the ones that... Those are the ones that 
hit as close or the closest to home for me because it would be like, I mean, can you imagine if like you were at a comedy club and then like someone walked up to you and was like, Hey man, you want to come chill at my place? And you're like, fuck yeah. And then you go over to their place and they like try to fuck you. And you're like, ah, man, um, I don't know if I want to do comedy anymore, you know, because this person is everywhere, right? All over the scene, you know, and I'm going to see him all the time. It would ruin comedy for me. But these people, like, to, to be that strong and be like, fuck that, it's not going to define me, yeah. you know? It was a terrible thing, and he deserves to rot in hell for the rest of eternity. But, like, that was that was really, I was really proud of that, you know? Yeah. It's, like, good for them. Yeah. To, to I mean, sad for them, horrified yeah. for them, but also, like, go you. Yeah. Well, the whole do, because uh, uh, incels everywhere keep throwing this, the and I'm not process. saying you, because you do it in a in a thought-out way. These other assholes are doing it like, oh, none of this shit's true because there's right. no due process. Right. It's not how this works. Right. <laughs> Truth is not the law. Or, yeah. Well, how do I... Okay, say what you were going to say. I, I get what to... you were saying. But um, if you think about it from their perspective, due process has only just started to work in the last five years. Right. Not even five years. Right. This was like just two years ago. right fucking now. Right. We're so advanced as a society and due process is just now catching up and it doesn't even (laughs) always work yeah that's what i said to one guy i was like so you're telling me that every single guilty person who doesn't go to jail you think that 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 piece of shit you know what i'm saying like right there are guilty people who get away with it right i was actually talking to caitlin and i the other day we're talking about some of the other things that are going on in the world and i brought up that you know unfortunately because of the way people uh, look at anomalies, mm. things like this, this whole due process thing, yeah. for some reason, that has legs right now. Yeah. I mean, innocent until proven guilty is in the fucking, you know, yeah. law. That's how it works. I get that. But, like, how many people a year are wrongfully convicted, you know? And that is the hill that so many people die on. Yeah. It's like, of all the cases, I yes, wrongful convictions are horrible, and to see somebody who is wrongfully con- convicted suffer consequences for actions they didn't take yeah. is, is, like, unforgivable, you know? Yeah. But also, of all of the cases for... A very small percentage to be wrongfully mm-hmm. convicted. That shouldn't be the hill you choose to die on. Yeah. I mean, if I, I've said this before on previous bad casts, um, if when you think about the victims, it's usually more than one, right? Yeah. So if we're saying a few, maybe even a handful of men are wrongfully accused, but that means that these other men are are uh, accused accurately like they're convicted accurately yeah. that is worth hundreds of women how many victims does versus that versus the five guys if we right. have to say like it, cuz it's going to happen either way right. one of them is going to continue to be victimized right. if it's the truly small anomalies right and that's like to me it's like that's the reason they die on that hill is because it's the easier hill to climb because it's smaller, you know? Wow, that like was that's, deep. Well, that's like that's what it is. It's like people don't want to think deep enough or think uh, 
think hard long and hard enough about like the true impact that these kinds of things have. So yeah. they just lean into the easiest response, which just happens to be they can't possibly be guilty until they're proven so. It's like right. like uh the court of public opinion in this case, I think, is probably more uh valuable. Yeah. Um, you know, if he was accused of killing someone, mm. I'd be like Let's get that bitch in court yeah. and fucking figure out what the hell went on. You know? Yeah. But you can't like I mean they have proof. They have literal <laughs> proof. You know, like dude. Yeah. It's your phone number. Right. We know it's your phone number. Right. And how weird that the Donald Trump of comedy, who is constantly tweeting, hasn't tweeted in two fucking days. Yeah. If that doesn't make you look guilty, <laughs> I don't know what does. Um, did you see his response? You didn't know that he responded? No, that's why I said what I just said. Ah, that is interesting. So. Oh, no. Did he. Uh, did he deny it? He sure did. Oh, that piece of shit. Chris. Yeah, I know. Oh, no. Look at the fucking mugshot that they got of him. TMZ snapped that pizzazz. And TMZ. <laughs> Got his <laughs> confession, not his confession, but okay. TMZ or uh, deleted TMZ. I know I have said and done things that might have offended people during my career, but I have never knowingly pursued any underage women at any point. All of my relationships have been both legal and consensual, and I have never met or exchanged any inappropriate photos with the people who I have tweeted about or who, the people who have tweeted about me, which. Sounds like you talk to your lawyer first, and that's legal speak. Right. Like, <laughs> that's exactly how you, like, you're not admitting to anything. Right. That being said, I really am truly sorry. I was a dumb guy who absolutely let myself get caught up in my lifestyle. That's my fault. I own it. I've been reflecting on this for some time now, and I promise I will continue to do better. That sounds like I'm definitely guilty. Yeah. Please don't cancel me. Yeah. Also, it reminds me of the Chappelle thing. The joke about like, have you ever been accused by a friend of having sex with a girl you didn't have sex with? <laughs> you remember that joke? Uh-uh. Oh, dude. It, I, I highly, I really encourage you to watch it. Because it's like, like the real response, like the genuine, authentic response is like, he... If he really didn't do these things, yeah, he'd be fucking out, just furious. He'd be losing it, you yeah. know. It's like I didn't fuck shit. the the uh, oh, Chappelle things. I, know like, what you're talking I didn't about. fuck that bitch. I'll kill you. I'll kill you. You know, like he's yeah. just like freaking out. Like I do remember that now. Yeah, and like I'm not saying that's how you should talk to women or about <laughs> women, you know, whatever. But like in in that case, it's like like he's drawing a parallel. Like, dude, if yeah. you're guilty, like. You're going to find a really uh, perfect way to yeah. respond as opposed to just being like, this is fucking horseshit. And like, yeah. I, I don't know. Well, and I mean, the other thing that, that people who throw the, the due process thing out there, yep. they go, okay, how much money do you think the victim has? How much money does Dalia constantly put in our face that he has? Right. So thousands, I don't, I don't know, millionaire, millionaire, maybe. Oh, he's, yeah, he's, I think, 
on celebritynetworth.com. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's worth uh, close to $25 million. Yeah. Who do you think is going to win in court? The guy who can buy the best fucking lawyers or this victim? Like, right. the odds are stacked against them. Right. Now, in a Can't. civil suit, it would be, that would be an issue. But if, like, somehow they could prove beyond a reasonable doubt that they were underage, mm-hmm. and that sounded wrong. That sounded, that came out wrong. I know what I'm you're saying, saying. You know, like, if they can, if they can show, like, the authorities, yeah. then, like, the state of California or the province of Toronto or whatever could right. go after him, in which case they would have, like, the district attorney would, would file the, the this case with the courts, yeah. and then it would be a prosecutor against. Like, she wouldn't have to, or they wouldn't have to hire a lawyer, right. as far as I know. In a civil case, they would. But, like, the, the state... But that's the thing. If, if So if he went for a defamation case... yeah. That's a civil case. They'd be fucked. They, yes, they so for they sure. would still have to prove that while this case is going on. Right. He can streamline things and be like, "You got you show up to court this date. You right. better fucking well, be there." Well, that's that's the slap lawsuits. The basically just like you tie somebody up in court to the point where like they have to settle, or like you have to settle out of court. Yeah. And then it it shuts people up. That's what it's for. It's basically just scaring people and not coming after you. Yeah. Which is. Not how the justice system is supposed to work, but whatever. Yeah, I mean, in in my own life, especially because of the the guise of the Me Too movement being so strong, ha- ha- like I've had the tables turn on me, and I wasn't even one of the victims. And I know how horrible that feels. Yeah, I cannot imagine being those, you know. That I know of, that I know of four or five girls who had to deal with that and then learn that their shit is being broadcast to a bunch of ignorant MAGA gun toting motherfuckers. Not all those people. A lot of them. Yeah. That station, that radio station. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, oh, I thought you were talking about the, in Chris's <clears throat> case. Like it's No, 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 no. I was, I'm you're saying talking, in my I know personal case. I know yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. To have... Yes, a lot of those. <laughs> to have those... You're now... Now you know that they're talking about what happened to you. Right. And that it's... Not only are you being called a liar, you're being called a liar to hundreds, maybe thousands of people. Yeah. And if you think a, mono, a moniker of... Like, not and fame's not even the right word. It's just a moniker of recognition is like a, a pass for you to just talk to women however you feel. Right. Is, is fucking wrong. Right. And you don't grasp what power you're taking away from these people. Right. Because they now think, oh, okay, so now I've seen what happens if if I were to call that person out. And, and they knew that I was the one that was doing it. And that's what I mean. It's like putting framework in place for how this yeah. stuff and, and establishing a legitimate framework and then and then adhering to that framework makes it so that victim shaming and victim like... The burden of proof resting with the 
the victim. Not, not only are they the victim, but now they have to carry the whole thing. Like the burden of proof, proof can't only be on one side, is right. what you're saying. I agree with that entirely. But the, it'll it'll encourage people to be um, forthcoming with uh, scenarios in which they were victimized, which is the most important thing that needs to come out of situations like this. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, punishment is huge. But like, what about making sure shit like this never happens again? And when yeah. it does, you nip it in the bud right away. Yeah. That's, I mean, look at Louis C.K. did served no jail time. Like, if you're, if the thing that happens to them is they, they no longer get to do the career that they love, that's pretty minimal to actually serving a prison sentence for what these claims are. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, yeah. I, obviously, I would never want to lose the thing that I love to do. But if someone was like, hey, Chris, you can masturbate in prison. Keep going. <laughs> prison time. Or, well, no, that's not even. Yeah, that's not even the right comparison, though, because there's it's such that people don't understand. Not serving prison time is such a fucking great. That's an out for people. That's That's a huge out, especially for people who like have enough money to never have to do their job again. Yeah, you know, it's like that's that's cool. Now they, all right, you're never gonna see another special from this guy. Woo! Well done, America. You stopped him. You know, it's like that doesn't no. Like, yeah. Lock him up. Throw away the key. <laughs> let him get pounded in their rear end for thirty years. Yeah, that's a mean thing to say. It's yeah. super gross. Anyway, um, so because uh, I mean, look at look at Louis. He he went he nine months. Nine months radio silence. That's it. Yep. And then said, "Hey, you know what? You guys should fucking get over it." And was able to find his audience, do well, and come back. So the same thing goes for Chris. Right. He has his fucking incel <laughs> simp crowd that will stick by him no matter what. And those guys are still going to buy tickets. Should we put tickets. money on whether or not he puts a podcast out next week, just like nothing happened? I honestly... It. I bet he does it. I think that he'll quit the podcast. I think that what he's going to do is do a short It'll be a very maybe a half oh, an like, hour. Oh, okay. At at most, and then there'll be a sign off. Yeah, I that's my guess. All right. Well, we're in the same boat then. Okay. So. <laughs> I was gonna say like he's gonna do something, but he's not yeah. gonna he's not gonna keep going. I just right. that was my the bet was on is he gonna do one next oh, week? Oh, is we he gonna do he, it or not? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think, think it's I think it's sign off style. Yeah.